You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hello, everybody. Justin here along with the Cousins, Derek and Tyler. It was National Signing Day today. Nowhere near as as exciting as years past. But I guess this is just going to be something we're going to have to get used to. Most recruits will sign in December and be done with it. Derek, what what do you think here? You know, it, it like you said, we're just going to have to get used to it. I don't think a lot of these big-name athletes are going to wait around until February. They just want to get signed, move on with their senior year, and just forget forget about recruiting. Uh, I think it's a big hassle for a lot of these kids. Uh, it, with, with Nebraska this year, I think it's awesome. I think it's great that Scott Frost had this drama-free uh, recruiting period for the most part. And we had all of our kids signed by by December, and we didn't have to worry about all these last second decisions. So I, it's just something we're gonna have to get used to. In February, I, eventually February probably won't even exist anymore by the end of it. So, yeah, you know, Tyler, you love recruiting. You live by recruiting. So, does this kind of take the fun out of uh, Wednesday morning when you wake up for the recruiting news? One hundred percent. I mean, I used to contemplate taking signing day off so I could sit at home and look at all this. And and it's it just I, I barely checked my phone today because I knew we were in contention for one guy. Um, no other school besides, you know, you saw a flip from a big time recruit from Auburn to Georgia. I mean, there was nothing really exciting about today. And it, yeah, it definitely takes a little bit of fun out of it. Well, Tyler, tell us about that one guy. Well, so, um, you know, the, the signing today, the guy that we were hoping to get a uh, wide receiver out of Oklahoma City, Demarion Houston, um, the guy is fast. Um, he, he's going to play wide receiver for us. Um, he's over six feet tall, um, and the guy can fly. He, he might be the fastest wide receiver in this class that we've brought in. Um, he's probably going to rival Wondell Robinson as the fastest player in this class. Um it, it, he's a big time get for us and uh, a nice way to finish off the class. All right, Derek, where does the 2019 Husker class finish in the rankings? Well, of course it always, it always matters which recruiting class you look at. And I, I, I used to always just do 24 seven composite. Cause I always thought, you know, that's the best one to look at, but the more I'm looking at, I think, I think it's better to look at all of them. Don't, don't truly look at all of them. Because twenty four seven composite, we dro- actually dropped one spot today. We went down to twentieth, uh, but Rival still has us at sixteenth. ESPN has us at eighteenth, and Scout has us at seventeenth. So I'm not really quite sure how composite has us so low. But I mean, to have a top twenty class, pretty much by all the all all of them, I think's looking pretty good. Yeah, excellent job by the staff. All right, let's talk about this twenty nineteen recruiting class. So we're going to give our thoughts on each position group. We're going to play a game called Red Shirt or Play for each recruit where play consists of candidates that will contribute in five or more games this upcoming season. Then we'll also determine if they uh, met their needs at each position group. So you guys ready for this? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So uh, I'm going to use the rival star rankings as I talk about these. Why? Because, you know, they had more four stars for these players. So, so, so it sounds better, you know? So first position group quarterback, three-star Luke McCaffrey. Tyler, 
Thoughts? Yeah, I think he's a big time get. I mean, if you're going to go talking about um, did we make or get our needs, I think 100% yes. I think you with Adrian Martinez, you only need to bring in one quarterback this class. I think getting McCaffrey in, we don't even need to take a recruit next recruiting class. I think we're sound there. Um, I'm pretty psyched for that position group. Derek? Oh, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, Ty- Tyler, when we first picked up this kid, had him – fighting for a starting spot next year over Adrian Martinez or this this coming up season. Until we actually seen what Adrian Martinez could do. And I think we all expect to see uh Luke McCaffrey come in and I he the, you know, Scott Frost is talking high on this kid. He's picking up the offense fast. He's doing great things. Uh we we didn't really need a huge I mean we I don't even know if we needed a huge get at quarterback. But I think we did need a scholarship quarterback. But we ended up getting a huge, a, a huge get, and Luke McCaffrey is uh, the whole family is just studs, you know. So I, yeah, I think absolutely this was awesome that we got this kid. Okay, Derek. So red shirt or play for Luke McCaffrey? Absolutely red shirt. You have to red shirt this kid. Uh, he's he's not going to beat out Adrian Martinez like Tyler originally thought maybe he could. Uh, Adrian Martinez has now established himself as a you know, I mean, hell, he's a he's a dark horse Heisman Trophy winner for next year. Now we all know he's probably not going to win the Heisman, but for him to even be mentioned proves that he's not going to lose that starting job. So yeah, you have to redshirt this guy. Tyler, agree, redshirt or play? I agree. He's a redshirt. I mean, I think the uh, the one if the what if there is it in case of an injury, which you know no one's hoping for Adrian Martinez. That could change it. Um, I could see him going to number two on that depth chart, but I, I overall, I mean, I think he's definitely a guy you you want a red shirt, and I, I expect to see him red shirt. I agree. I think he's getting a red shirt, uh, barring injury. Let's uh, let's pray that there's no injuries out there because I want to keep this guy around for a couple extra seasons after uh, Adrian Martinez leaves. All right, uh, so Tyler, do you think that we met our needs at this position? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, that's pr- that's pretty easy. Derek, agree? Yeah, yeah I, I think we exceeded our expectations for this for this kid. I, I, I like I said, I don't think we needed a great quarterback. We just needed a good backup quarterback, and I think we got a good starter here in the future. So, all right, next position group: running backs. This is interesting. We have four star Dedrick Mills, four star Ramirez Johnson, three star Ronald Tompkins. And I'm throwing in uh, four-star Wandale Robinson in this group. You can place him wherever you want. He can probably play wherever he wants. But, uh, Tyler, uh, what are your thoughts on this group? Good group of running backs. I I think you got four guys with Robinson in there that um, are all good-time recruits. Um, I'm excited for this class um, of running backs. I think the coaches did a nice job there. Derek? You're absolutely right. if you if you're gonna put Wandell Robinson in this, then that was huge. Uh, the, the only the only running back in there that scares me a little bit, and I like I love his size. He's five eleven, one hundred ninety five pounds. Is Ronald Tompkins, and I love his size, but my my issue is are his knees gonna be healthy enough to to have a good career? So he's my only real concern. I I, I respect the the coaches for keeping the scholarship available for him, but. 
You, you, you always when you, when you when you the guy the guy has tore both ACLs in his college or high school career. You have to wonder how durable he'll be in the college. Tyler. Well, I, I, Derek, you're right on that. I mean, I think that there is concern about his knees going to the next level. But for people that are sleeping on this kid, before he hurt his ACL, I mean, I may have been sitting here today thinking that he may have jumped up to an upper four star. I mean, this guy is a great prospect. Yes, injuries have been a concern. Um, with the exception of, uh, you know, of Robinson, I think he has the most upside in this recruiting class at running backs. I am very excited. Really? to. I, I am a big Roland Tompkins fan. I, I have been a huge supporter of his. Um, I'm glad the coaches kept him on. Is the right thing to do. But, I, I again, outside of Robinson, I think he has the most upside in this class at running back. Interesting. All right, uh, red shirt or red shirt or play, uh, Tyler. We'll keep it with you, Dedrick Mills. Uh, the the guy's gonna play. Yeah, I, I don't does even I don't even know if he has a red shirt available. I think he has to play, but okay, fair enough. Uh, Ramir Johnson, Tyler, red shirt. Derek, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Tyler on that. I think he red shirts. Oh shoot! Hey, can I play this game too? You can. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, I got, I got, I got Dedrick Mills playing, <laughs> and then uh, for uh, uh, Ramir Johnson, I have him playing as well. Huh? I, I think he's kind I, of, a, I think he's a little bit of a sleeper in that uh, running back class. He's the one I think. I kind of have my thoughts on him with Tyler. My only concern with him is going to be his size, but he could come in like uh, Mo, Mo last year and be a little under, undersized and still be an impactful player, I think. Yeah, and my, my thoughts are on that is that we're just not deep overall at running back uh, as it is right now, and we'll get to Wandale Robinson, but I just I have a feeling that he's going to be more wide receiver than pure running back. Derek? I, I agree with you on Wandale Robinson. Uh but my thing is, is uh, right now I'm kind of I'm kind of going to be the ass bag here and say I think Dedrick Mills, until proven otherwise, is going to be kind of a dud. Jeez, what an I, ass bag! It, it's what a JUCO. It's a JUCO thing. Every time we pick up these JUCO players, they never pan out. Don't let Greg Bell just ruin it for everybody. Okay. Levante <laughs> yeah. well, David did all right. Randy Gregory did all right. Yeah, those were yeah. long ago. The most recent uh, JUCOs we've picked up haven't panned out at all. All right, Tyler, let's talk about Ronald Tompkins, red shirt or play. I was torn on this one. I went back and forth. Uh, because of the knee, I think he will red shirt. Um, he tore his, a- his ACL early in the season. So if his recovery is in a good spot, I could see him being a second-half guy that starts getting some reps. I-, I-, I do think if he's healthy, you would see him in a couple games. And if he gets rolling, you never know where that red shirt goes. Derek, absolutely red shirt. This I think this kid red shirts probably a month above uh, above all the rest of them. Uh, his knees will be an issue, I think. Still, I, it, I, I think he's a good candidate, maybe playing a few games, but that's it. I, I just don't see him playing a lot. I agree. I think that knee injury is probably going to sideline him for the beginning of the year. If he, if he can get some a couple of games in, geez, if he can get all four games in, Godspeed, man. That'd be awesome. All right, uh, four-star Wandale Robinson, Tyler. 
he's going to play. Yeah. Um, not sure if it's going to be running back or wide receiver. I, I, I lean towards wide receiver, but it's a small lean. But the guy's going to play. Derek? I'm going to take Scott Frost's word and assume that he's playing multiple positions. And I know Tyler hates that. But I think he's going to be a utility player. I think he's going to play a lot of wide receiver, and I think he's going to play quite a bit of running back. The kid's just – I think he's a great athlete, and I think they're going to put him in any position they can put him in to succeed. Yeah, if he's as spectacular as what everybody's saying, I mean, his film looks great. I'm really looking forward to any position that he plays out there. Just get him the ball. All right, wide receivers. Uh, Derek, we're coming to you here. Uh we brought in four-star Jamie Nance, three-star Darian Chase, and three-star Demarion Houston, which signed today. What are your thoughts on this position group? Oh man, this was a, this was a tough one for me. I this is one that I think Mike Riley's staff missed out on a lot of guys. They picked up a lot of big names that didn't pan out. They ended up leaving. I think the depth that we have there was a little short. So I think the amount of guys that we picked up are probably pretty good. Uh, but you can see the guys that these that, that the staff's going after. Two out of the th- two out of the three wide receivers you just mentioned were technically athletes, and so they're mm-hmm. wanting guys that they're wanting these guys that can just do a lot of things. And I, right now, I, I don't know what to think out of the uh, out of uh, Jamie Nance and Darian Chase, but uh, Demarion Houston, his size is going to be an issue. I think his speed's great. But until he, can, until he can bulk up a little bit, I think he's probably going to be a little bit weary on me. Tyler? Yeah, you know, I, you know, on the previous staff, what they did at wide receivers, it's kind of hard to judge them because they recruited well at that position. They just, obviously, those guys are not really part of this program anymore, um, with the exception of J.D. Spielman. But, I mean, it, it, it's definitely not a... Um, it's not a deep position group, but I, I the number I had was four. I think they needed four. If Robinson plays more wide receiver, um, you're kind of there. I, I think they did all right in this class. Um, I think the players they got are, are going to be contributors. I like the guys they got. Um, I don't know if I see any future All-Americans necessarily there. Um, you know, Houston is the guy that I, I would probably have the highest upside on in their career, but um, overall, over nice position group. You know, I just have one comment here. We we got uh, two wide receivers out of Oklahoma, uh, Demarion Houston and Jamie Nance. Uh, both guys are listed at six foot, one sixty, one hundred sixty five pounds and one hundred sixty pounds. This is Oklahoma. Give these guys a sandwich or something. I mean, they're going to have to bulk up a little <laughs> bit here to play. I think, but. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see here. Uh, let's play red shirt or play, Derek. Uh, starting with Jamie Nance. Ah, uh, you know I, he's already here. I think he's going to bulk up with the with the training staff, and I, I think Zach Duvall will get his way with him. I think he's going to play. I really do. Tyler, I great point. He's an early enrollee. He's on campus. Um, a, a strength and conditioning is going to be big for him. I, I will say, though, uh, of the wide receivers, I do have him third in this recruiting class, even though he is our highest recruit, uh, according to rivals. Um, but at the end of the day, I um, I think he's going to redshirt. I, 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 I just don't see him playing this fall because of his size right now. I think there's an opportunity for him to play. I, I listened to him at play, but... Uh... 
and redshirt, that means that wide receivers that we have right now are solid. So, uh, t- uh, Derek, Darian Chase, redshirt or play? Uh, see, I have him redshirting. I, I think coming in late, I think it's going to hurt him a little bit. I, 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 there's a lot of wide receivers here. They're just not where we want them to be. And I think people are sleeping on Javon McQuitty still. It, maybe maybe he comes out and has a big year. And if he if he does, and then Wondell Robinson's playing a lot of wide receivers, there's just not going to be a lot of slots left. And so I think he's a good candidate for a red shirt. Tyler? I got him playing. Um, wow. I, okay. I, I think he's, he's probably – the most ready for college um, right now. Um, now I think he's going to play. I think a wide receiver depth needs some of these wide receivers to play deep, and I got him playing. I have him redshirting this year. Uh, Derek Demarion Houston, redshirter uh, play again. I definitely have this kid redshirting. I think size is going to be an issue with him. Uh, he's going to have to bulk up some. His speed is great. Uh, but at the end of the day, 160 pounds, unless he can bulk up on his own before he gets here, it's just, it's just not – he's going to get waylaid in college. I just don't think that's a good spot to be playing that, that small. So I, you got to redshirt him and get, let him – give him time to build up a little bit. All right, Tyler DeMarion Houston, agree? Got him playing. I got really? him playing. I, 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 think, I think you're going to need at least eight wide receivers playing this fall. Um, he's the guy I got coming in at number eight. Um, I, I, I do. I think he's going to play this year. I think he is uh, Division One caliber, and I think his speed is something that the coaches are going to want to get out there. Interesting. Very interesting. I have I have him redshirting. Just I think he's going to be a little bit behind the eight ball, undersized coming in. Uh, go ahead, Tyler. Well, and, and again, I, I, I agree with what you guys are saying on his size. I do, but I – I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but I think you're going to need eight to nine guys playing at wide receiver. Uh, I, I do think you're going to want to see that. Um, and, and we've talked about this in length. Our depth at wide receiver isn't great. And if it's Nance, maybe he gets in over one of those two. But I just, even with Robinson, I even if he plays a lot of wide receiver, I still think you're going to need at least two of those guys playing. Um now, if he put if Robinson's a majority wide receiver, maybe you only need to play one of them. But yeah, I, I do. I think you're going to need that depth at wide receiver, and he's going to be forced to play these kids. I would I would just feel really bad about the depth at wide receiver that we have for guys that have been in the program for a year or year and a half, and if they get uh, passed up by a true freshman coming in that shows up this summer and can outplay him. I mean. What, what does that say about those other guys, I guess? Well, and you, and you still have, like, Jerome Woodyard and Mike Williams, who yeah. there are a couple of JUCO guys that are in their second year. I, I think they have to step up. I I don't think you have to. I don't think a, this staff should have to rely on freshmen. They recruited those JUCO guys, and they need to get them in shape and get them going. And I think, it's a, I think this is a good time to redshirt these guys and let those uh, seniors play. And if we can get four games out of those two guys, that's awesome right there. I just don't see five-plus games out of those two. Well, well, and I think we talked about this at length a couple weeks ago, but I, Derek, I agree. Woodyard and Williams are going to play. Cade Warner is going to play. J.D. Spielman's going to play. You get after that, man, 
yeah, you're counting on McQuitty actually coming through, but he has shown nothing. Um, Andre Hunt, he was a good prospect, but honestly, from high school, I have all three of these wide receivers being better prospects than him. I, I just, I, I get they're young. I get it's not ideal. This is 2019 freshman play nowadays, and yeah. I think if you're going to want to rotate these guys, you're going to need to play them. And 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 shit, I might be wrong. Maybe Frost does what he did last year, really only plays four or five wide receivers, and maybe that's how we end. And these guys don't need to play, but. I, I just think he is going to want to rotate more. And if he's got able bodies, which I think these kids all are, I think he's going to play. I think the question is, is who, which one or maybe two end up red shirting. And I got Nance being the red shirt right now. Okay. Uh, so with all that being said, uh, did this staff meet their needs at this wide receiver position group, Derek? I, I believe so. Yes. I, this was kind of a, kind of a push for me. I, I, I think they just met him. I don't think they exceeded him, but I don't think they failed either. So I, I think they just met him. So, Tyler, God, this is going to be a boring podcast, Derek. I that's exactly what I said. I mean, it was close to being a push, but because I have to take a side, I'm going to say they met it. Um, I like the kids they brought in. I like the number that they got. Um, I, I'm, I'm overall happy with what they did there. Well, shit, Tyler. You, I would think that you would say exceed, considering that you have two of these guys plus Wandale Robinson contributing significant time, five plus games this year. So, to me, I would count that as exceed ex- expectations. I think they just they met it. I mean, they they could have done worse. They definitely could have done better, in my view. Um, I I didn't see a really big bodied wide receiver like I was hoping that they would get. That's what I was truly hoping for, but these guys are fine. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know if that's, they don't blow me away. Uh, So, but I will say Matt, Uh, let's go to two tight end. We brought in one tight end in this class, three star, Chris Hickman, Tyler thoughts. Um, A kid from Nebraska, you know, uh, one of the things that we've kind of lacked over the last decade or at least half decade is a lot of really good in-state talent. And um, the kid was probably the second best recruit in the state of Nebraska. Um, I'm glad that he ended up coming there. Um, is, a, is a nice get at that position, a uh, position that we're already pretty deep on. Thoughts, Derek? Well, absolutely. Uh, you're, you, Tyler, you, you said it. We're absolutely deep in that position. I, it's not a position I think we needed. Uh, it's it's so I guess it's always good to get a guy that's what six five two hundred and five pounds, good athlete. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a huge target. So I mean you don't want to let him go. It, yeah. I mean I don't know. It, it was just a position I don't think we really needed to recruit, but you can't let the out you can't let the in state talent get away. So I'm glad they got him. I think you at least need to go out there and get one tight end. And this guy, he's a solid fit, I think. He's an early enrollee. He's there on campus right now. Uh, let's uh, see what you guys think. Is he going to play this year? Red short or play, Tyler? I was close on this one. Um, I, I do think he's a special athlete, but I think the depth that position does not require him to play. Um, while I think he is going to be as good as any tight end we have, or at least in that conversation, I think that ultimately you can afford to redshirt him, and they will. Derek? Yeah, I mean, you have to redshirt this guy. 
I mean, you got Jack Stoll, Austin Allen, and Kurt Raffdahl playing tight end. That's that's three capable bodies that you need playing. That you that you, and it's plenty to play. Uh, it's not like Scott Frost plays a lot of two tight end sets. So I I mean, yeah, absolutely redshirt this guy. You got three capable bodies already playing the position. So completely agree with that statement. All right. Uh, so did we meet our needs at this? Position group, Tyler? Yeah, I think so. I mean, again, we didn't need much. Um, the only weird thing is that Cam- Cameron Jurgens is no longer a tight end. Um, you know, does that worry a little bit about future long-term depth? Maybe you look at two this class. Maybe you could have. Um, but overall, I think the guy you got is a special talent. Derek? I, I disagree. I mean, we have what? Our oldest guy's a junior. I mean, we we got another year. We can get another tight end or two in here. I think this is a one year. If you went without getting a tight end, this has been the year to do it. Uh, it's nice that we got one, and we got a good one. So I, I think they exceeded the expectations on that position. Yeah, I, I I agree with that as well. Solid solid get. Offensive line. Uh, we brought in five guys here. Number uh, we brought in four star Bryce Benhart, three star Jimmy Fritzsche, three star Brant Banks, three star Michael Lynn, and three star Matthew Anderson. Uh, Tyler, thoughts on offensive line? You're an old offensive lineman. Tell us. I, I was, and, and and I like the guys that they got. I will say I will be curious to see when these guys get on campus is if any of them are able to switch to interior line. Um. That is the one thing is we didn't seem to get a lot of interior alignment in this class, but I, I will say the guys that they got, again, I, I'm just raving over this recruiting class. I am a big fan of the upside that they have, um, and I overall am very happy with, with the players they brought in. Derek? I, I'm a little skeptical. Outside of Bryce Benhart, I'm a little skeptical on some of these guys, and, and it's not it's nothing against them. I think, I think most of them are probably good guys. They're not ranked real high. They're kind of... Most of them are low to mid three stars. Uh, like Tyler said, they're all offensive tackles, which I understand we need some tackles. But we didn't get any interior guys. The one the one interior guy we had committed was Desmond Bland. And I, I don't know what the deal is with that. It sounds like we're probably not getting him. Uh, it's not, and I'm not trying to bash on, on the recruiting of these guys because offensive line is the one where I think where you can develop guys and build them up bigger as long as they have good technique. But I'm not blown away with what with, with, with the guys they got, I guess. Jeez, Derek, so pessimistic here. All right, red shirt or play? Bryce Benhart, Derek. Bryce Benhart, I, I'm going to lean towards red shirt because I, I just – he's the only one I think that might be able to come in and be possibly ready to play. But offensive line is just a position that you just don't get a lot of true freshmen come in and play. So I think I I think he's going to redshirt. Sounds like you're tipping your hand for the rest of these guys. Tyler, do you agree? Bryce Benhart, redshirt or play? I, I'm going to disagree. I think he's going to play. Um, you know, Derek, you're right. It's tough. And, we, and right now, I think we have you know both of our tackles returning. I think the X factor is with Desmond Bland not coming to campus – I wouldn't be shocked to see a shakeup at offensive line. And, and with that said, um, if, if they move Farniak to guard, which a lot of people suspect they may do, 
Um, I, I think that puts you in a position where, yeah, you, you might need to play this guy. You might need one more tackle in the rotation, and I think he's a guy that will play. Uh, b- before I offer my thoughts on Bryce Benhart, I just got to say this r- real quick about this offensive line. This is a tall group of kids we got there. Out of all five of these guys, they're all at least six foot seven. Uh, big, big guys, big frames. I mean, they can pack on some weight. Uh, I, I'm like, uh, Derek, you're chiming in here. What's up? Well, for, first off, I got two guys at six six, which isn't really much shorter, but. Uh, I, the only reason I disagree with you, Tyler, is if if one of them had, at least one of them had been able to been an early enrollee, maybe I could see one of them contributing. But the fact that all of them are going to come in in the summer and it's it's hard to put on weight for these guys. I, I just I don't think any of them are going to be quite ready. All right. Well, Derek, I'm using rivals stats right here with their star rankings because I like it better than two four seven. And they're listed at six foot seven there. Be that as it may, six 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 seven. Who cares? Big group of offensive linemen. And as far as Bryce Benhart goes, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I think there is a chance that he does play this year. Uh, moving on, uh, Derek Jimmy Fritchie. Am I saying that right, Fritchie? My- that's all I, I. I'm just gonna call him Fritz. That's what it's what I'm gonna call him from now on, because it seems <laughs> I'm easier. I'm sure he's never heard that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's what he's. That's that's his name on the Cuzcast here is Fritz. As far as I'm concerned. Uh, <laughs> all right, Derek. Does Fritz redshirt or play? You know, he he was a good get. We stole him from Clemson because Clemson came in kind of late and tried to steal him away. Uh, I, I think he's got potential to be good, but he he's definitely got to put some weight on. There's no way I see him playing this year. He's got a red shirt. Tyler? Uh, red shirt. Red shirt. Yeah, red shirt. Agree. Uh, Derek, Brent Banks? Uh, red shirt. Tyler? Red shirt. I think uh, I'm seeing a trend here. I got red shirt. Michael Lennon, Matthew Anderson, guys. Derek? Both red shirt. <laughs> Both red shirt. Yeah, yeah. Tyler? Both red shirt. Yeah, okay. I, that, that made that simple. I could have probably cut about three minutes off that by just going the rest there. But all right, let's move to the defensive side of the ball. This is kind of where it gets really interesting here also. Uh, picked up some five defensive linemen here. Uh, four-star Ty Robinson. Three-star uh, Jamin Graham. Three-star Mosai Newsom, Three-star Garrett Nelson. And three-star Ethan Piper. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about this defensive line? Yeah, I, I think they did well there. I, again, I, I'm very happy with this recruiting class. I think Ty Robinson is the guy you look at leading the way. Um, he's probably the biggest get there, and he's kind of fallen under the radar. Um, you know, I think overall I'm very happy with this class um, and this position group. Good gets there. Derek? I, you're right. I think that, I think we have some pretty good gets there. Uh, you're seeing a little bit of a trend of – uh, a lot of Nebraska kids coming in to play that defensive line. Uh, a lot, uh, a lot of Midwestern guys, really. You st- you, when you sit and look at it, three guys out of Nebraska, one out of Iowa, and you got Ty Robinson out of Arizona. But he's kind of the odd man out. And, I, and Tyler, I think you're right. I think Ty, Ty Robinson's a big get. I think he's going to be fun to watch in time. So yeah, I, I, I like this position group so far. I agree. 
Uh, red shirt or play, Tyler? Ty Robinson. I think our depth is really solid there. I think that, you know, he is not an early enrollee. I know I haven't put much stock in that. I, I just don't see him getting in that rotation right now. I think he's going to redshirt. Uh, Derek. I, I agree. I, I also think he's probably got a little size to, to catch up on. Uh, but he's probably going to redshirt. But if he does play, I think we're going to see an exciting kid, an exciting kid to watch. And if it wasn't for the depth that we have on defensive line, I would definitely see him playing. But yeah, uh, so he's our he's our best recruit at defensive line. Uh, I have him redshirting. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch later on. But you know what, Tyler? Yeah, you're exactly right. We're just so deep at defensive line right now. We did our defensive projections for the depth chart last week on the podcast, and that was a really solid group. We all like that group. I mean, we, we went three deep, and we still like the guys that we had there coming at three deep. So I don't see this guy uh, jumping in there. Hopefully he gets a couple of games under his belt. So to speed this up, uh, do you guys have any of these defensive line recruits possibly playing? Or do you see everybody redshirting here? Derek? Um, for the most part, I see everybody redshirting. I, I, it's, just, it's just too deep of a group yeah Tyler do you agree yeah I agree I will say the one thing that's intriguing you know I know Graham right now is listed as a lineman man I I think that guy might be an outside backer um in this class I think he could eventually get there um so but even if he is plays outside backer I still think he's going to red shirt but if he moves a backer that could get a little bit more interesting um but yeah all these guys I see ultimately red shirting that's interesting because uh, uh, we're moving to linebacker here, but this may be a position of concern. But before we do that, uh, do you think that we met our needs at defensive line, Tyler? I do. I, I don't. I don't think you needed a lot this class. I think what they got, they you know, the guy in like Ty Robinson. I think he's going to be a factor. Um, so I, yeah, I think we met our needs there. Turk. I think they more than met their needs. I actually kind of think they overdid it a little bit on defensive line. I think with the depth that we have, I think you could have maybe waited, just spent some scholarships on some other guys. But did they meet them? Yeah. I just I just think maybe we went a little overboard with it. I, mean, I don't know if, that, if that's a fair take there, Derek. I mean, we didn't cash in all of our scholarships. I mean, I don't know who you're going to get, but we, we didn't cash them all in. Uh, I just think you could have. I, I think you could have focused on maybe some different positions. We'll, we'll get into them here shortly, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I think they did a great job here. I think they met the needs at uh, defensive line, and some of these guys are going to be really fun to watch here in the years coming. Linebacker. Uh, we brought in four-star Nick Henrich, Nebraska boy. Four-star Jackson Hanna. He's been on the program. And three-star Garrett Snodgrass. I threw him in here at the linebacker. He's listed as an athlete. I threw him in here at linebacker. If you guys want to throw him around somewhere else, that's fine. Uh, but what do you think here, Derek? Well, I, I had him as a defensive end. I, he played defensive end in high school, so I just kind of left him there. 
Nick Henrik was a huge get. I think I think Jackson Hanna is a, a good, a really really good get too. Uh, this is a position I think they really could have spent more, could have got a lot more uh, players in, especially inside linebacker. Guys, we don't have a lot of inside. We talked about this last week. We don't have a lot of inside linebackers on this roster. And I think that was a position that you could have focused a lot more on and got a few more guys. Tatter? Yeah, you know, I... Well, we'll get to needs here in a second. And, Derek, I agree with your sentiment. I think they came up too short. Um, in this class, I think they needed, they could have got at least two more. Um, but what I will tell you is the, the three guys that you mentioned, Justin, I, I am high on all of them. You know, I, I think that they're, you know, when you look at some of the position groups, maybe even defensive tackle a little bit, um, the, the, there's probably some lower guys in there. Um, but, you know, but at the end of the day, I think the guys you got are all really solid. I think you look at a potential couple future All-Americans in this class. Um, and, and I, I'm really high on the guys in this class. So I, I, I like what they did. They may not got the quantity, but the quality is definitely up there. I agree. I mean, solid, solid guys here at linebacker, red shirt or play Derek, uh, Nick Henrich. I think he plays. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the lack of depth at inside linebacker. So I think he's going to have to play because outside of, uh, Mulberry and, uh, uh, junior college guy from last year. I'm forgetting his name. Well, Honus. Well, Mo- Honus. Uh, Honus. There you go. I think between between them two and uh, Colin Miller, you just don't have a lot there. So somebody's going to step up and play. And I think Nick Henrik is already there. He's going to bulk up some. He's going to know the defense a little bit better. So I, I think he'll play. Uh, Tyler. Yeah, I got him playing. You know, and Derek, you say in the depth is the reason this kid's going to play. I think is a little under uh, selling him. If Honus isn't ready to play this fall, if he's not there, which we all expect and hope he is, man, this guy might be a starter for us. Um, as a true freshman, I would not be shocked in the circumstance of Honus getting injured, him beating out Colin Miller for that starting spot. I'm really high on him. I think he's a special talent. That's bold. Yeah, last week. Last week when we did our defensive breakdown, both of you guys had uh, Nick Henrich in your two deep. So uh, I I agree. I think he's going to play this year. Uh, I think he's a really special talent. Uh, if, I, next if, I, if, is, I, if I remember right, I think Tyler had Jackson Hanna in the two deep. So no, 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 I did. Justin. I did. That oh, you Justin. did? Okay, okay. Yeah, that, I was going to get to that here. I, I was uh, thinking it was Tyler who said that. Okay, sorry. Uh, so let's let's talk about Jackson Hanna, uh, Derek. Redshirt or play? Ah, I, I think you redshirt him at all costs. But if if it's necessary to play him, you play him. I, I think he's a great kid. I think he's going to be a, a, a really gifted athlete for us in, in, in time. I, but I'd like to see him come in redshirt and keep him for a little bit longer. I guess maybe that's just being selfish. Tyler. I think he plays. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be outside or inside backer, but I think the kid is good enough to play. I think special teams is an area where you're, you're going to need him. Um, I think he could be a good special teams player this year. And I obviously, I know we don't give that a lot of love, but I think on that kickoff coverage, you'll need him. Dude, that kid's special, and our linebacker isn't deep. Um, the kid's going to play, I think. Yeah, I agree. I had him in the uh, too deep last week as you were just talking about so I definitely think he plays and finally let's talk about uh, 
Garrett Snodgrass, Derek. Red shirt or play? Ah. I, I think he's going to be a prototypical Nebraska kid that he may not be the most athletic kid. He's a hard worker. And I, eventually, I think he'll be a good player for Nebraska, but I think he's got a red shirt this year. Tyler. You know, I was a little torn on this kid. You know, Derek, you mentioned he played lineman in high school. I think he translates better to a linebacker. If he does play linebacker, is there a learning curve there that he's a little bit behind on? Um, that That is a factor in my decision. But at the end of the day, I, again, kind of saying the quality of all, all of these kids, I think he's good enough to get on the field and play. Um, I, I, I don't see them holding back red shirts this year, um, and I think they're going to get him out and play if they need to. Wow. So you have all three guys listed at linebacker playing this year. No one red shirts. No. Wow, I, I have him redshirting, but well, and a lot of that's depth. I mean, we talked about this in depth. I mean, I I have him, you know, right now. If if I was going to list my linebackers, and we did this last week, he's probably my fifth best inside linebacker. Um, I think he will play because we need him to play. Um, I think he that's where he'll end up, and you know, if we are a little bit deeper, if Avery Roberts is here, maybe he's a redshirt guy, but. Man, I, I do. I think he ends up playing um, this year. All right. Derek, did we meet our needs at this position group? No, I don't think we did. I, th- I think we got very good guys. I think we could have got a lot more, though. And I think we needed to get a lot more. And, lo- and losing uh, the guy to Kansas, I think Curtis, uh, Parker. Uh, we lost a couple other guys that were outside backers. I think would have been really good pass rushers that could have helped us out. Uh I'm not. I'm the guys that we got. I'm impressed with, but the numbers I'm not impressed with. I think I think we did not hit our expectations here. So, Tyler, before I ask you the same question, I want to ask you if you had to guess, why did we miss out on a couple of these outside linebackers here late in the recruiting cycle? I, you know, that's a great question. You know, I, I will be. You know, the way that Frost is doing recruiting is a lot different than Riley. You know, Frost has kind of done directional uh, talent where maybe the position coach isn't the guy recruiting them. I don't know if that played with some of these linebackers and they didn't feel the love from linebacker coach Rude and DeWitt. Um, I I really don't know. Um, But we did miss. We 100% missed on this position group. We needed, I said, two more earlier. The number could have been three. Um, you know, I, I think next year we are going to have to find a JUCO linebacker because our depth is going to be so bad. I mean, you think it's bad this year. I mean, after Barry leaves and if Honus isn't the player that we thought he was, I mean, we might be rocking uh, two of these freshmen at starting backers next year. Um, we, we need we need a big get next year in linebacker to make up for this. Um, I would expect the class to look like five or six at linebacker next year, but yeah, we missed big time. Go ahead. I, I, I'll say this. I, I think outside backer were probably a little more comfortable. It's it's inside backer that I think really worries me the most. Well, I, I agree. I 100% agree. But the, the flip side of that, though, is, you know, we have a lot of guys that are going to be seniors next year. We have, you know, Ty Ferguson, who's a senior this year. He's expecting to start. Alex Davis. Um, I mean, yeah, Caleb Tanner's there, and he's young. Uh, Breon Dixon's young. 
But man, uh, Jefferson well, and go ahead. I, I think Caleb Tanner got more playing time than uh, Alex Davis did, did last year, didn't he? Alex Davis was hurt, I believe, for a part of the year. Tyron Ferguson was hurt for part of the year last year. I didn't know Alex Davis was hurt. He did he just disappear? I it seemed he, like. Amen. Well, but, but but I guess my point is, yeah, Tanner is good. Tanner is going to be a guy that's going to start for a while. And I and again, I think ultimately Jackson and I do still have an outside backer. But then you look after this year. I mean, you look at Pernell Jefferson, Keishon Alexander. I mean, Derek, I agree with you. Short term, we are, but we don't have a lot of youth at outside backer. There is not a lot of guys that jump out to me at outside backer after Caleb Tanner that I'm like, okay, we got the guy. We got the guy there. And when you when you don't bring in a lot of recruits, I mean, we uh, with potential only one or two guys could play outside backer out of this class. Man, that that's that's a little frightening with that position group. I stand corrected. Alex Davis did play all twelve games last year. My my bad. He just disappeared. <laughs> hey, as far as uh, linebacker, uh, as far as it goes, the two dudes that we have there, Nick Henrich, Jackson Hanna, solid solid dudes. Uh, I don't know if you could get any better linebackers than what we have right there. I think the quality is there, like you said, Tyler. Quantity, Derek, I agree. Uh, you guys both actually touched on that. We we, we need probably a little bit more quality because it is going to get scary down the road. Uh, but for now, I'm, I'm going to say that they met it just because I really like who we have here. All right, final position group, defensive backs. We brought in four-star uh, Noah Pola Gates, three-star Miles Farmer, uh, three-star Javen Wright, and three-star Quentin Newsom. Tyler, what are your thoughts? I mean, this that that position group is defined by Noah Pola Gates. Um, man, that that guy might be a future top ten NFL draft pick. I am very high on him. Um, I like his upside. When you can get an elite talent like that, it's hard to really hate on the class. But man, there is a drop off after drop off after him. Um, right, I do like right. I think Wright is going to be a good player. Um, his dad played at Nebraska, right? It was, it was his dad, right? Yeah, Toby. Yep. Yeah, Toby Toby Wright. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't remember if his dad or uncle, but so you got alumni there. I, I do think he is going to be a good player, but yeah, you know, for him being what I would consider the second best kid in the class, that is kind of a pretty big drop off. Um, but Noah Polagate, I mean, he is as special of a player as I think we got in this recruiting class. Derek? I, while I will try to agree with you as much as I can, uh, Noah Polagate, I think he will be a special get in the, in the long run. His size is still kind of a little concerning to me. The guy only weighs 165 pounds. Every other guy we got weighs 180 to 195 pounds. He uh, laid so out Wandale Robinson. He did. He did. But he was playing against a bunch of high school kids still. I mean, we'll see how it how it, how it re, how it comes into Big Ten play. Uh, his size is still a little concerning to me. I think he will bulk up, and I think he'll probably be, be, be better. But, Tyler, I think you're kind of sleeping on Miles Farmer and Quentin Newsom. I think these two guys, while – may not become immediate impacts. I think they could be really good safeties in the long run. 
Yeah, I, I think in the long run, but I, I will say, I think Noah Pola Gates, I think he's the one that makes this group special. If it wasn't for this guy, I don't know if we would have much to hang our hat on, really. Am I am I wrong, Tyler? No, I, I mean, again, and, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm, you know, shitting on those other guys. I mean, I think they're good players. I just, you know, from, from the, the drop-off there, I got right as our second best player in that in the defensive backfield, um, but it is a little underwhelming after NPG. I mean, they they are big guys. They 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 have some good size, and that's which that's what we kind of want there in well, the secondary. So yeah. that 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 part is good. That that's the other thing. I mean, the, all, all three of the other guys are six two six. One guy's six two. The other two guys are six three. And you got Noel Pola Gates coming in at five eleven. Hey. hey his size again. I think it's a little more concerning than the other guys. I think he's a hey, great Derek, athlete. I think he's a great athlete. I think he's a hard hitter, and I think he probably will become come in and be a, a a special guy. But the size of these other guys is exactly what the staff is looking for, and I I, I think that bodes well for him. Tarek, I want to ask you a question here. You know, you're kind of knocking the size of Noah Pola Gates there. But he laid that big old hit on Wandale Robinson. Now, with that being said, does that give you kind of a little bit of pause for Wandale Robinson about uh, his durability headed into, like, say, Big Ten play if he's getting, like, knocked out of the game by a 165-pound defensive back? It could, yeah, sure. I mean, I was concerned about Maurice Washington's size last year, and it, it proved a little bit true by the end of the season. I mean... You're getting hit by some big boys, and yeah, it's it's that, not it's not like high school, and a lot of these you know Tyler talked about this. You know, it's 2019 freshman play, but not all freshmen are ready to play, and size yeah. and size does factor into it. All right, well, let's get into red shirt or play for this group. Uh, Tyler Noah Pola Gates. I think the kid's going to play. Um, I know there's some debate whether he's going to be safety at corner. I think he naturally fits better at a corner, yet to be seen what happens. Um, but I think the kid ends up getting on the field this year. Derek? Uh, this is another one where I, I think he's a cornerback. I do. I, he He's listed as a cornerback. He seems size-wise, he seems like a good cornerback. I think his coverage is good for like cornerback. And I think at cornerback, depth-wise... I think he's going to have to play. Like Lamar Jackson and, and uh, DiCaprio Boodle are obviously your starters. But outside of, outside of them two, you got Cam Taylor, and really you have nobody else. So I, I think he's probably going to have to play at corner. Well, I made the stupidest oversight of all last week when we are doing our defensive picks uh, for the three deep at cornerback and safety. I had a brain fart and I just left him off my three deep. That was a huge mistake on my part. I apologize. Uh, but I have him playing this year. Uh, in retrospect, yeah, I think this guy is that good that he can contribute and he will contribute. So uh, I take that back from last week. Uh, Tyler, Miles Farmer, redshirt or uh, play? I think he's going to redshirt. I, I think we're pretty good at safety. I think that's where he's going to play. Um, I think we're solid enough there where he's not going to see the field. Derek, I I want to know where all this depth's coming from that you think, Tyler. I, I we we just graduated three senior safeties, 
And I, I, outside of them three, I don't know who you're, you're planning on playing so much. Uh, th- th- this is my scariest position. And I think either him or Quentin Newsom is going to have to play. And so since he's a little higher recruit than Quentin Newsom, I'm going to say Miles Farmer plays. Yeah, for what it's worth, I have him redshirting as well. Uh, Tyler, uh, Javen Wright, redshirt or play? Uh, I'm going to go redshirt on him. Again, I think he's probably our second best overall prospect in the secondary, but I think ultimately we can afford to redshirt him. I think he probably benefits from another year um, kind of bulking up because he's not the quickest guy. Um, he's definitely a hard-hitting corner up. Uh, when you see a hard-hitting, more physical corner, um, phys- you know obviously strength and conditioning is going to be huge. So I think he will ultimately redshirt. Derek, well, I don't think bulking up is going to help his speed. Uh, physicality is going to help his physicality. Okay, but I don't think it's going to help his speed. So if he's not the fastest guy. I almost I see him redshirting, and I think I almost see him becoming more like a Shaquan Griffin guy, where he ends up playing outside backer. I, I think they're going to move him around a little bit. I don't, I don't see him being a cornerback in the long run. Yeah, we'll, we'll see there. That's a special player right there. If he can evolve into that type of guy, Jesus, why, why won't you put him on the field now? Because <laughs> I don't right. think he's hey. ready now. <laughs> All right, Quentin Newsom, red shirt or play, Tyler? I think I know what you're going. Red shirt. Derek? I, I'm going to go red shirt. I, again, I think it could be, it's a kind of a coin flip between him and Miles Farmer. But since I said Miles Farmer, I think he's going to play. I think I think Quentin Newsom will redshirt. All right, Tyler, did we meet our needs? You know, I, it's tough for me to say. You know, does one player make a whole position group when there's probably enough depth there? Um, we're going to lose Deontay Williams. We're going to lose Lamar Jackson after this year. Eric Lee, Avery Anderson. There's a lot of guys we're going to lose. I'm going to say we missed it. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I like the guys we did, and I know Derek, you're a little down on the size of NPG, but I, I will say of the top twenty corners recruited, five of them are under 175 pounds. It's not unnatural for these corners to be a little small coming out of high school. Um, I, I, I ultimately think we're going to be okay. I think he's special; and we can rebound. But I think, man, we could have used probably one more better prospect in this class. I, I agree with you that they come in undersized. I just think most of them end up redshirting and gain some size. Most most I, I most, most of those quarterbacks most of those quarterbacks are coming in under 175 pounds. Aren't coming in and starting in their freshman year, and a, a lot of them probably aren't seeing a lot of playing time. I'm not saying he won't see any playing time. I just and I don't know if he'll. I, I don't think he'll redshirt because I think our depth at cornerback is lackluster. So I, I think he'll see some playing time because of depth. And I think he's a great athlete, and I think he will find his way to the field. And, Tyler, you touched on it. Maybe a lot of it's on special teams. Because I think I, he's a hard-hitting guy. And But I think I, 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 do, I am concerned about his uh, size. As far as uh, did we hit or miss, I, I think we hit on it. I, I think we got some – look, I, I think Miles Farmer and Quentin Newsom are – Two guys out of Georgia that are—I think they're underrated. I think they're going to be good guys. Okay. Well, I think MPG saved this group for me. I think without his uh, commitment, 
I would be on the on the cusp of like saying that we didn't hit it, given that all of our turnover that we've had at uh, safety and what we have there at cornerback. So uh, MPG saved it. All right, so uh, I have a question for you guys now that we've already wrapped through that. Which recruit do you see having the biggest impact this year, Tyler? I got Wondell Robinson. Um, you know, I, I think this he is a very special prospect. He has Heisman potential. Will he get there? Who knows? Um, I think he could be used in various spots. Though I'd like, you know, I, I, I don't like when we say utility players on offense. I think there's one or the other. Obviously, receivers can carry and running backs can catch. Um, it's 2019. There can be used. But, yeah, he, he's the guy. I think you're going to see a lot of him this year. Derek? Uh, I, I was going to go Wondell Robinson, but just for the sake of argument, I'm going to go with uh, Nick Henrich. I, I think he, with the lack of depth, I think he's going to be used a lot. And I think he's going to make himself an impactful player this year. I think he's going to see a lot of playing time. He won't be a starter, but he, I think he will be a big, big guy. And I think he'll be huge for Nebraska. I think he'll play a lot of special teams. And I think he'll play, get a lot of playing time at inside backer. I think he'll make a big difference. Uh, I don't want to take Tyler's Wondell Robinson, but he's not wrong there. I'm going to go with Dedrick Mills, I think, at running back. I think this is a guy that's going to fill in for uh, Divina Zigbo. He's going to bring what we're probably going to be missing uh, with the departure of uh, Divina Zigbo. And golly, the, the, the coaching staff, they're high on him. Uh, when he gets here, or if he's got a lot of work to do, they say, but uh, when he gets on the field, God, he's, he could be special there at running back, and he's going to make a huge impact, I think. Uh, Derek, is there a recruit that we initially labeled as redshirting that could be a dark horse for significant playing time this year? I Yes, I, 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 th- I and this is probably dumb because of what I said earlier, but uh, I got Garrett Nelson on, on the D end. I, I think this kid is—he's not the most athletically gifted kid, but he—they, you know—they claim he is just—he uh, just has a mean streak when he's on the field. And I think he has the attitude and the want to that this staff is looking for. And so, if there's one of these freshmen that can make a big, a big difference outside of Ty Robinson on that defensive line, I think it'll be Garrett Nelson. I, I think this kid. Look for him to make a big difference in in his career, but maybe even as early as his freshman year. Uh, Tyler, I'm going to go with Ronald Tompkins. I mean, I gushed over him when we were talking about running back, and I know that knee is scary, but that kid ended his high school without really playing at all his senior year as a top 524-7 prospect, the number five overall all-purpose back. Uh, um. If that kid gets can be healthy by midseason, especially with our depth at running back, and especially if Dedrick Mills doesn't quite pan out, uh, man, that, that that's a kid that I could see coming on late in the year and giving some major relief to Maurice Washington. All right, my dark horse is a guy that isn't a dark horse at all to Tyler, and I'm going with Darian Chase, their wide receiver. I think with his uh, size, I think he could he has the best chance of the guys that I labeled as redshirting to make an impact. So, yeah, 
that's what I have to say about that. So <laughs> my computer's crapping out over here. Hey, uh, Tanner, overall, are you happy with this class? 100%. Um, you know, I think this is a good groundwork recruiting class. I, it is one of our best recruiting classes we've had. Probably, in fact, our best recruiting class, according to 24-7 since 2011. Um, I, I'm psyched about the talent. I mean... You know, at linebacker DB, I would like to see maybe a couple more gets there. Um, you know, at least I think if we could have got one more kid at linebacker, at least that would have really put the cherry on top. Um, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, I, I think they did an extraordinary job. I eat crow because I was concerned about Frost and company as a recruiter. Um, you know, they, they put up eight, nine wins this year. I think this this train is going to keep on a rolling. Derek? I, I'm really satisfied with this class. Uh, I, I kind of talked about the linebackers earlier. I was really concerned about that, and I'm still really concerned about it. I think uh, leaving four spots open, I think they'll probably go after some uh, graduate transfers, and I'm hoping that the, what they go after is, is some linebackers. Uh, at, at the end of the day, I, th- I think we we did really well. And, and Tyler... We all shared the same sentiment on Scott Frost and his recruiting. And I, I think he has exceeded my expectations for recruiting so far. And I think as he, as he starts winning, it'll get better. But, yeah, you're right. It is part of the best recruiting class we've had since 2011. And right now all we can hope for is it turns out better in the 2011 class because, I mean, like Aaron Green was in the 2011 class and he transferred and, there, there were just a lot of guys that didn't end up panning out in that 2011 class. So I'm hoping that the guys they brought in do pan out, and I, ho- I hope I hope the best for all of them. I, let's go in some championship, boys. All right, my thoughts are, yeah, we did an awesome job. This uh, met my expectations. Uh, I mean, we just went through this exercise here, and I have eight of these guys uh, playing five or more games this coming year. So – uh, they they got some guys that can make an immediate impact uh, at positions that we need. Solid dudes. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to what they do in the fall. Tyler, go ahead. Well, Derek, you talked about grad transfers, and I think that's definitely something they're going to look at. But a name that I want to put out there to you guys, a guy I think that I could see us looking at is Patrick Macron, or Macon, depending on how you say it. He was an Oklahoma State kid. He is a junior um, he was a pretty good prospect out of high school. Um, he obviously, we just took one grad transfer. I could see him coming. He won't be eligible or doesn't look to be eligible next year. But, man, I think getting an upperclassman scholarship guy, um, even if it's going to be a one- or two-year rental after that, um, is going to be pretty huge. So I, he's a name to keep an eye on for a potential transfer pro, um, this offseason. Nice. All right, moving on. Uh Guys, do you guys, guys want to talk about Nebraska ball? Uh, Huskers got killed 60-45 to 45 by Maryland at home tonight. 60-45. to 45. Yes, that was the men's score. you guys have thoughts on that, or do you just guys, you guys want, just want to zip on through it? Really? 45 friggin' points? And I'm tailoring <laughs> my friggin' language down as best as I can. 45 points. You played good defense. You held up a good Maryland team to 60 points. 
but you can only score 45. Oh, Jesus. Just lay down and die and go find a new job, Tim Miles. <laughs> oh, lay down and die. That's, that's harsh, man. Harsh. All right. Hey, before we get, get out of here, let's talk about last, last call. Tyler, last call to you. So, uh, you know, right now the MLB is discussing some rule changes. And I know we've got some baseball fans. And I just want to kind of go over a couple of them and get your guys' thoughts. Um, you know, the, the, I think the probably the four biggest ones, um, eh, we'll go five biggest ones, is a three batter minimum for pitchers, a universal designated hitter, which means every team, NL and AL have DLs, um, only one trade deadline before the all-star break, a uh, 22nd pitch clock, and they're going to actually screw with the draft. So the teams that win um, will actually get advantages in the draft, and the teams that lose will actually get penalties. So there will be no advantage to sucking like the Cubs are about to do in the next year. So um, I'm just curious on your guys' thoughts on these projected rule changes. Yeah. Well, first off, the Cubs are not going to suck, so... Just you can go away. I don't care. Uh, the, the the pitch clock I love. Let, let's. I, I was against it probably a year or two ago. I, I don't care about speeding up baseball. I don't care about speeding up any sport. I enjoy watching all of them. But I, I'm get, I'm get, I'm understanding the side of speeding up the game, and I like the pitch clock. Uh, designated hitter. I've hated my whole damn life, and if anything. Get rid of it. Don't make the National League go to it. Make the American League get rid of it. The, the designated hitter is so stupid. You pay these pitchers $30 million a year, and they don't even have to friggin' bat? Get the hell out of here. Make them bat. Uh, the trade deadline, uh, it, it may, whatever, that doesn't really affect me much. Uh, I, I guess the, as far as the the draft goes, I mean, if you really want all the good teams to stay good and the bad teams to stay bad, go that route. But it doesn't make much sense to me. I side with Derek on the designated hitter. Uh, I I love how uh, the National League pitchers, they get to bat. I think the pitchers should have to bat. I think it's a disservice for pitchers in the American League that they don't get to bat. Uh, You know, you always hear pitchers when they go to the – National League, the American League. One of the things that they're always looking for is being able to bat. So designated hitters, just stupid. All the rest of those rule changes, I absolutely, I absolutely look forward to. I think it'll make the game a little bit more enjoyable to watch. It'll speed up the time because let's face it, unless you're watching your favorite team play baseball, baseball is pretty damn boring. It's boring. Uh, they need to do something to pick up the pace, speed up the game, uh, cause action. I mean, go go look at George Carlin's suggestions for making baseball more entertaining. Uh, but, yeah, so, solid. I, I love those choices. All right, last call to you, Derek. All right. So I just spent three and a half hours watching the most boring friggin' Super Bowl of all time. And Tyler, you're going to sit here and tell me about how Tom Brady is the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time, blah, blah, blah. The guy looked like he should be on a friggin' walker trying to throw the ball. He looked like garbage. The only reason that New England won that game is because Los Angeles Rams had a 
unimpressive offense. I couldn't their offensive line couldn't block for nothing. Their uh, play calling was un- unimaginative. Uh, I was dude, this was absolutely the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. I would have rather watched. Uh, Denver get their asses kicked by 40-something points by halftime then watch that game. I don't get that reference, but I, I didn't have a problem with the game. It, it Sure, it was the offense wasn't exciting, but you know what? It was never out of reach for the Rams. It was a close game. It was, it was a good defensive battle. It wasn't it defensive. It was never battle. out of reach. The offenses looked like garbage. There was no good defense. It was just garbage yeah. offense. Well, Whatever, but the Rams were never out of it. I enjoyed it, but I was rooting for the Patriots and Tom Brady. So, Tanner? Well, first of of all, the reference had to do with about six years of the Super Bowl when Seattle just took it to Denver. Secondly, if Tom Brady looked like an ancient man on a walker, what did Jared Goff look like? Because Tom Brady looked like five times the quarterback than that young buck looked like. And... But the biggest gripe I have with the Super Bowl isn't even about the game. It's about damn Bavada. How the hell do you not do to the final brave on the national anthem? That was I had a lot of money right in this damn Super Bowl. And at the end of the day, the reason why it ended in negative is because they didn't count all of Gladys Knight's braves. They were beautiful. They should have counted. Give me my money. Oh, my God. You know, you deserve it for betting on the national anthem. I mean, you got too much disposable income if you're betting on the national anthem. All right, guys. Hey, last call to me. My last call goes out to former Nebraska quarterback Zach Taylor, 35 years old. He was just named head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. You guys going to be rooting hard for the Bengals now or? Depends on if if he hires Bill Callahan as an offensive line coach. (laughs) <laughs> is that going to help or hurt if you root for him? <laughs> no, I, I I will say, let me, I, I, I'm happy for him. I'm going to root for him. But I have always secretly hoped that this guy would come back and be our offensive coordinator. Um, honestly, under Frost, that doesn't seem like much. But maybe when Mario decides to hang it up, he comes and he is our quarterback co- coach slash offensive coordinator. You pay him a couple million, million point one a year to do that job. I, I'd like to see him come back to Nebraska at some point. Tyler, are you suggesting that quarterback coach at Nebraska is a step up from head coach at Cincinnati Bengals? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not Cleveland, but it, it's pretty, it's pretty close. All right. Well, we'll, we'll watch. We'll watch out for that scenario. Hey, it's time to get out of here, guys. Be sure to follow the Husker Cuzcast on Twitter at Husker Cuzcast. Like us on Facebook. Our episodes can be found everywhere to include Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. We appreciate any and all feedback, and please share our episodes. On behalf of Derek and Tyler, we want to thank everybody for listening. As always, go Big Red.